0: Hi. hi tuesday what's up starting to get sick a little bit i think same not is a fan se- it's that season fricking spring it's
1: that time it's that time
0: it's flu season part two baby
1: i think one more time it's just you and i Doing getting sick again <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> that was our last episode wasn't it
1: <laughs> that was i was just i was just listening to one of the one of the archival Boingo Boingo fan sites I was looking on as research for that episode had MIDI files. Like like you know how old websites used to be able to play MIDI in the background, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you go on the website now, it just automatically downloads and you're like, Don't download stuff to my computer. <laughs> Audacity. And <laughs> then like and then nothing can play it except for like my my dodgy media player.
0: I uh, I tried to download some of those MIDI things and like play them for the episode, but it yeah. didn't work. I, it was yeah, a- no, you
1: gotta like first you have to find something that will play a MIDI file in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three, and then you have to convert it.
0: Yeah, I I ended up looking up a YouTube video to hear what it sounded like.
1: Yeah, I mean it is a banger, like one day if i ever figure out how html works i will just convert all the midi files and have them autoplay
0: yes you were doing just, the lord's work I,
1: I need that in my life like i miss when you could go on neopets and you know you just click on someone's neopet and it would start playing my immortal in the background like <laughs> that's what i need
0: personally i think discord servers need that functionality. Where like, you
1: can
0: set a song for something. Yeah. I just think that'd be fun.
1: I mean, I've been getting into homebrewing my redacted, discontinued, handheld console. Um, So you can set different themes for it, but there's a lot of fan-made themes you can get if you homebrew it. And you can put a sound in the background, so when you're on the menu of your console picking your game, it'll play a cool song in the background. I love that. Actually, I put I put Duvet by Boa, because it's a Serial Experiments lane theme, so... Yeah, yes. you know, I'm just, like, surfing through my
0: silly little games.
2: And it'll just play them.
0: I should not have given my console away before I moved. I kind of miss it.
1: But you could find them for, like... I don't know. Probably not that bad.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Learn how to mod
1: your discontinued consoles.
0: I think as part of media preservation, it is an important duty to keep those things alive. We here on Music Is Good say that it's not piracy if you're uh, keeping it from being deleted forever.
1: Oh man. I I'm gonna say the console this was for because I'm not playing it on that console, but I got some old Game Boy ROMs. And one was this virtual pet game from nineteen ninety-six in Japanese about ferrets. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was it? Yeah. Uh, uh Ferret Monogatari, Watashi no okini Iri. hmm Ferret story, my dear ferret. Um yeah.
0: If you like so Nintendo like the- with ferret with ferrets.
1: Well that's what it looks like on the cover. That's what I thought it was gonna be, but it's a Game Boy color game, so it doesn't look very good. <laughs> it's extremely it's extremely pixelated. Like I've seen I've seen like Java like in browser mini games that looked better than
0: this. <laughs> They're trying their best to. I like
1: it I like it in theory. I also I also didn't have a Game Boy Color, so I didn't really know what to expect.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I'm really enjoying the contrast between like this nice, realistic illustration of some ferrets wearing little outfits, and then <laughs> in the game it's just the exact same 8-bit ferret <laughs> in slightly different color
0: schemes. It goes from... These very nice painted ferrets to just little blorbos. Just
1: little guys. Little,
0: just that little one, saucy shapes. That one on the screenshot you sent on like the very right looks like a raccoon.
1: Yeah. I wonder how closely related ferrets and raccoons are. Because raccoons aren't a mustelid, but I'm sure they're close. Maybe. Oh, ferrets are the only um, ferrets are the only mustelid that's been domesticated.
0: Yeah. You know what's wild to me? There's just what? actual wildlife ones that live here. That's so cool. It's really weird. I mean, I haven't, little se- weasels. I haven't seen them, but they're like, they're like the top predator on this island.
1: Oh, that slaps.
0: Yeah. And when I went to, I, like, mean, I you know, do
1: have them. Like otters are mustelids.
0: Yeah. And also there's like minks back home.
2: Yeah. are skunks mustelids?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. I remember. Badgers the, are. The funniest thing with when I went to like a little zoo here and mm-hmm. inside the enclosure, they had just a ferret, <laughs> but the guy was like really afraid of it. He's like, they bite. Oh. They, they bite. So.
1: They do. They're like, they're like noodle cats. They're like spaghetti cats. <laughs> I I'm laughing cause it was listing all the species of otter on Wikipedia. And one of them is called the neotropical otter, but I read <laughs> it as <this> neurotypical otter. <laughs>
0: That's real good.
1: Yeah, the neurotypical otter. The Caucasian badger.
0: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Welcome to music is good.
1: Welcome.
0: I'm Devlin Galloway. And as always, I'm joined by...
1: Tuesday Ferguson. Tuesday. I don't know why I said it like that.
0: No, it's pretty good. Yeah, like a little bit of attitude there. I don't know why. A little bit of attitude. A little bit of attitude. Skunks
1: are not mustelids. Anyway, go on.
0: Hmm. Um. Tuesday. It's it's four a.m. and I don't have any coffee. <laughs> Wait. No, they're in the musteloid,
1: the mustelidae, uh, super family.
0: But super they're in a family. different
1: family than weasels. They're in Mephitidae, which can, consists of skunks and stink badgers, which I didn't know were an animal.
0: Stink badgers. Oh,
1: no. Okay. Okay. Skunks were considered mustelids, and now they have been uh, genetically distinct. Huh. So, stink badgers share more, share closer ancestors to skunks than non stink badgers. I like the implication that regular badgers smell really good.
0: I'm fairly certain that all badgers, on some level, stink.
1: Yeah, but they're not the special kind sorry i got distracted i really like skunks i think they're underrated
0: i don't know skunks are really good i i rem- yeah my, one of my favorite memories is like you like i was like in the car of a bandmates and we were driving down night street at like pretty late and a whole family of yeah. skunks just started crossing the road and we like waited for them and they wouldn't get out of the road Aww. so My friend like honked the horn at them and all the babies stopped and sprayed the front of his car and we were all like your car isn't intimidating enough
1: oh coordinated attack I
0: respect that it was really cute it it smelled really bad but it was really cute
1: they were training they were training the mom was like okay um assume the position
0: (laughs) they did in like unison
1: (laughs) yeah they're training Just,
0: just immediately like you honk at me have the butt. Sorry. You mustn't. You mustn't. <laughs> I will show you that you mustn't. You must.
1: Sometimes when I, when I, when I try to take a picture of a skunk and I, I'm trying to get closer to them and I'm trying to like warn them. I'm there without startling them. I just walk <laughs> up to them and I go stinky, stinky, but in a very quiet voice. So I don't start.
2: Them. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so whenever I take a video of a, a cool skunk that I see in my alley, that's what the background sounds like. And that's why I do that.
0: It's how you calm them. Stinky. Stinky. See, Stinky. I see one. I usually don't see them coming. And then I see one and I jump. And then I immediately just walk to the other the road. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Crosses the street respectfully.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, I see you. I respect you. I will go to the other side of the road. So you do not make me smelly.
1: That's how I feel about raccoons. I give them a lot of space because I respect them and I respect that they Respect no one because <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I just understand their power level.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think having a a, a healthy, respectable fear of skunks yeah. and raccoons is, is like a good thing to have. I think so. They aren't friendly. They're just little,
1: little toothy guys, little tooth guys, little tooth men.
0: Little tooth men. So today. <laughs> Today we are talking, we're doing our first Ambient album by talking about Brian Eno's Ambient One Music for Airports.
1: I'm sorry, but when you said Ambient albums, I just remembered that MS Paint, Trent Reznor comic, that was like, I made a four hour Ambient album. Oh, wow. So did my dishwasher. (laughs) Sorry, Brian Eno, I didn't mean it about this particular album. I just... I just like that joke.
0: It's, it's a good joke. And also, I don't think of, uh, with the content of this record, I don't think a, a dishwasher could, uh, could recreate these sounds.
1: I think a dishwasher could be an instrument on this album. Mm-hmm, yes. Or just one of many.
0: Yeah. My first note underlined a bunch is I have some comparisons to things that I thought about this. Cause I listened to this record in the shower both times I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minecraft music. And yeah, back in the day when TV stations went off the air, like half an hour before they went off the air, you'd get like the, the like, goodbye and goodnight the
2: thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like music for like right before a TV station goes off the air. You know?
1: Yeah, it's like it's trying to power you down. It's like okay, settle down there.
0: Okay, whoa, buddy. Whoa, buddy, go to bed. It's like going on three a.m. TV station's going to bed. Why aren't you going to bed?
1: Yeah. I I think I like that. I like that peer pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. Your media has shut down for the night. Why? You, you should shut down as well.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, like, my phone does that, and it works. Yeah, like, my, okay, phone's going to bed. Yeah, phone's going to bed. Good night.
0: So... <sighs> Music for airports was inspired by Brian, you know, being in an airport shocker there. Whoa. And, uh, getting frustrated that it was kind of boring and it had bad vibes <laughs> and he wanted to change yeah. that.
2: You know, it's interesting. Like
1: I, I'm just some, do you ever just think about like air travel Like, I don't remember air travel before 9-11 because that's how old I am. So I'm just like, so, so, so I just feel like the airports Brian, Eno was making this album for, were like significantly less terrifying than your modern airport.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like they were probably just much cooler. The vibes were
1: like, the vibes are worse now.
0: They're I so imagine worse. it was probably not pleasant at the time,
1: but like the vibes are worse.
0: Airports are like one of the most miserable buildings to be in these days, I think. I really hate them. I like it so stressed out.
1: I think it's the vibes. I mean, also, it's everything you have to do at oh, But I think also the collective vibe does not help. Yeah, it like just, it just. I feels think YVR. Cool. I think YVR had a point, like putting in fish tanks, like it's a dentist office. Mm -hmm. Like, I I understand the sentiment. It doesn't help that much,
0: but I understand the sentiment. YVR is the nicest airport I've ever been in. I was going to put that in. It's very, it's, yeah, it's very nice. Because, like, every other one I've been in has, like, hospital vibes, but, like, hospital vibes bracket really bad.
1: (laughs) I like when they try to. When they try to combine like the hospital vibes with like the location based art, like in Las Vegas, they just have a giant lizard when you come down the escalator. <laughs> just a really big lizard, and I respect that. I respect the lizard. I mean, I do love a giant lizard. Yeah, this one's really big. I gotta go to. Las Vegas. <laughs> um, no, you don't.
0: <laughs> that's the correct. Just answer. get
1: a over there. Just get a layover there, so you can see the lizard and then leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, like speaking of like airports, my favorite joke from the last like six months was when I went to um, Germany. I forgot to take my hat off, and for some reason. That got me stuck in, like, secondary processing, and I had to go through the big body scanner.
1: Oh, no. Like,
0: the what normal- are you hiding? Anyway, I-, I call the big body scanner the d- scanner. Yeah. So, the whole A day, like, in detector. the d- detector. The whole day after that, I was, like, like to the tune of Hash Pipe" by weether I was, like, I got my d*** scan. Dun, 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 dun. You, do you mean song 2? That also, blur? that also would work.
1: I got my d scanned. Do, 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 do. That's what I thought you were singing.
0: No, it's like um it's like that one Weezer song where it's like, I got my hash pie.
1: I was listening to Weezer today and I was like, damn, I just Weezer myself.
0: What what album were you listening to? The blue album. Blue album is good. I
1: was also um I was also listening to the gay demo, which is um you you know that track off the Pickerton deluxe version, I just threw out the love of my dreams, where they got like a different vocalist. Yeah. That's my wife weezering me. She's weezering me around a little bit. I explained weezering to her like yesterday. I was like, You just got weezered, and she was like, That's so stupid. <laughs> I was like, I know, it's funny.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna weezer somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
2: When? When?
0: Well, I can't tell you. Then I can't Weezer them.
1: You don't know when or how. But yeah, uh, basically in the in the demo for that song, Rurus Kumo does not change the he pronouns about the object of affection in that song. So everyone was like, wow, Weezer gay moment. And it's very silly, but wow, Weezer gay moment.
0: Wow, Weezer gay moment.
1: I I think I like I like being like, wow, this is a gay moment, but like in a reclaiming way. Mm-hmm. Like, I sound like a I sound like a middle schooler trying to be edgy, but I'm just I'm just trying to find community.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's Dude, we're both gay here. <laughs> it's fine. We're all gay here. We're all gay here.
2: We're all gay here.
0: Welcome to our gay podcast. Yeah, music is gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's, let's change the name
0: right that's, now. That's, that's it. Uh, coming to you in June of this year, where it's going to be called Music is Gay for a while. Um, but, 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 but I guess I'll give you a little bit of history about Brian Eno. Yeah, you need the lore. The lore. You me the lore. So, Brian Eno, you know, uh, very famous British musician, composer, record producer, visual artist, weirdo. He did, like, everything. He does everything.
1: He did the Windows 95 sound that goes...
0: I'll play that here.
1: I like my acapella version better.
0: That was good. I
1: like... I like the interview he did about composing that because he was like he only had like a five-second time frame and he was like given a really specific aesthetic to go for. Mm-hmm. Um and so he was like, it's like a little gem. It's like a little jewel you're composing. And I just I really like that descriptor. That is Love the really Windows goes.
0: 95 sound. I mean it does kind of sound like a gem, like you've like it dropped it on the table and it's like bouncing, you know? It's sparkly yeah it's
1: it's like oh there's a treasure in here and it's the online
2: uh but brian you know
0: just had his hand in everything he was very very, prolific very very prolific i mean this album is considered the one that coined the term ambient music under his which is like it's very impressive invented a mm-hmm. genre and also maybe just maybe also invented drone music with, yeah with a um, while working with the guitarist of King Crimson back in 1972 messing around with a their homemade version of an echo mm-hmm. effect which is very cool but uh you know Brian Eno Roxy music all that stuff very glam
1: all the bands ever
0: all the bands ever
1: all the bands that ever happened. Brian Eno. Brian Eno was
0: there. Like, produced, like, Talking Heads, Devo, Ultravox, No New York. Bit of that Bowie. No Wave compilation. Yeah, bit of Bowie. If you haven't heard of Brian Eno, where the hell have you been? Where have you been? That's it. I'm being mean about this. Where have you been? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Where did you go?
1: Where did you come from, Brian Eno?
0: Thank you. Thank you. I want to point out for one second. My laugh is just a cough today. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I want to point out that for some reason on uh, Wikipedia, his full name is Brian Peter George Saint John Le Baptiste de la Salle. You know, brackets. Which I don't know if that's like his actual name or if someone's just having a laugh because everywhere else on here it says. Brian Peter Giorgino. Like, I don't know. I don't know if the St. John LeBaptiste... I Baptist want the did, lore. Yeah, I want to know what the deal with that is. And they do not explain it. They do not explain
1: they it. They do not explain it. Oh, that rules. <laughs> Although I can also see him doing it, like, just for art purposes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, my favorite thing... If about, you can't tell if it's trolling, that means it's art. But also, I find that editing Wikipedia pages for musicians is such an ongoing bit. I remember. Uh, A friend of mine got edited into the Three Inches of Blood Wikipedia as their touring drummer when he was like 15. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll keep that in there. (laughs) That's pretty good. I think we should do that to more people. We should. I mean, we and you could just run amok on this website. What if we just start inserting all our little jokes about stuff into the Wikipedia pages?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think the thing I like about Wikipedia is that There's always someone who tends to a very niche subject, like it's their little, it's their little old man container garden. And if you, if you edit or put in inaccurate information about their little container garden subject, they will shoo you away like a bug. (laughs) And that's how Wikipedia works. It's an ecosystem.
0: They will buy ladybugs and release them on the page.
1: Oh, this is, this is a nice description. Mm Um, On the Wikipedia page for Brian Eno, it says, The antithesis of 20th century shock art, Eno's works create environments that are envisioned envisioned as extensions of everyday life while offering a refuge from his stresses. I mean, I feel like it's not just that, but I also like that. I I do like that a lot. Vibes only, Brian Eno moment. More of a vibe. Like, what if we stopped being edge lords and we were, we we just vibed for a bit. I'm not a fan of the airport. Let's make a little song about it.
0: Let's make this better. Let's make a whole. Let's make a fifty-minute. Make minute, a little song. A fifty-minute, just little little vibe. Yeah, I actually do listen
1: to this song every time I'm anxious at an airport, which is every time I'm ever at an airport, even if I'm like waiting for people. <laughs>
0: It's 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 meant to be there, which brings me to my favorite thing of this is that there have been five instances of this uh, album being an installation at an airport. I
1: respect that.
0: But here's the funny thing is that it's been reported that travelers have found it disruptive and annoying, (laughs) but you wouldn't expect, right?
1: That's really funny because it's meant to be like. It you're meant to like zone out. It's zone out music.
0: Yeah, it's meant to be like, I mean, to use what he what he described it as is like as ignorable as it is interesting.
1: I think that's really funny that <laughs> if you use it in the exact like context that it was inspired by, people just react like the polar to it.
0: yeah it's like don't you that's tell so me to funny. calm down? <laughs> off! I'm in an airport. Make this stop! I don't want it,
1: this. It's like, it's like telling someone to calm down you're like, no, I will not. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's funny. This album is Minecraft music because Mm -hmm. I just remembered that Brian Eno did do the music for Spore, which I think is spiritually in the same galaxy, if you will, as Minecraft.
0: I agree with you. I think Spore is like biological Minecraft. Yeah. I can't think about Spore creations for too long or I'll just start laughing. (laughs) <laughs> you, just, you just put a little mouth on a guy. <laughs> you started dancing.
1: Order, I couldn't. I never got that far in Spore because I was playing it on a laptop that did not really respond to right clicking on the trackpad, <laughs> and you had to right click to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just spent. I spent the whole time in the character creator just putting mouths and just seeing how many
0: mouths I could fit on a guy. <laughs> Good game, good game, really good game. I want a um, new one. I, I, I want a new spore. I think it would be. I think it would do well these days.
1: I think that there should just be a Minecraft-esque game, but with spore type vibes, aesthetic. Like, I just want. I want Minecraft, but everything's made out of polymer clay, and you can just you, you can just pull on it and then the guy has a tail yes. because you pulled on it. Yes. And then there
0: are bones inside. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you play Blidio Blames.
0: Blidio Blames.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, to finish off my little history bit here, Brian, you know, was co-formed the glam and art rock band Roxy Music. I listened to Roxy Music for the first time last night and it was not what I expected. It was actually yeah. quite tame sounding and I expected I expected more. I've had it ramped up so much. And also, all their all their like Almart is just naked ladies, which is also what not what I didn't expect that.
2: I just that's I think that's
1: my big problem with Glen Rock is that like sometimes it's just more gentle than I need it to be. It's like commit to the bit. Yeah, commit to the bit. Your, Your hair is large. Make the sound large as well. Yeah, I
0: was I was expecting something like big and loud and edgy and in your face, and it's like no, this is just eighties pop before the nineteen eighties.
1: I think I think you're just kiss pilled.
0: I am kiss pilled. Yeah, that's the kind of glam rock I could get behind. I do like that Brian Eno, while being in Roxy Music, first for the little, first little while, did not actually perform on stage but did all his parts from the mixing desk and like mixed the show at the same time. Like was like the, the sound guy was participating. (laughs) Respect. And then I love that when he got on stage, he got really gender with it.
2: Yeah. As you gotta, Mm
0: -hmm. like full makeup, full makeup, like drag and all that. Just really good. But apparently that caused problems making Brian Eno steal the spotlight away from the front man. And then... Yeah. And then later left the band saying that the front man wanted to be in charge and Brian Eno was like, no. Heart emoji.
1: No. And then Brian Ferry had to raise Noel Fielding in the jungle for a while. So, you yeah, know, he was busy.
0: He was busy. And that's where we get to this stage of Brian Eno <laughs> after the end of his period in Roxy music, and he starts doing his solo stuff. This is actually Brian Nino's fifth solo record, I believe. Hmm.
2: Six. It's his six. So,
0: to give you, and if you've never heard Music for Airports, it is four compositions of tape loops layering over each other. And the first one has a melody, but it's the only one that does. So for 48 yeah. minutes, you're mostly listening to just like vocal samples and like some little piano bits, just kind of. It all, when I was in the shower listening to it, it all really kind of just blended into the same thing, which I guess is the point. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be. It's dreamlike. Yeah, it's very dreamlike. It's very like your art teacher has put this on for like. Meditation
2: purposes. I think this album
1: really gives me the vibe of like waking up from a nap on my nana's scratchy old couch and then reading the encyclopedia for several hours.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: just just reading the world book and then taking another nap.
0: That's the good stuff. That's how I want to spend a day. I would love to spend a day like that again. That is the good stuff. Yeah, say. that is that is a perfect memory. I have done something similar.
1: Yeah, take a nap on a less than comfortable couch, read the world book.
2: Um, this album
0: has been like praised so much. One for being the thing to coin ambient music, but also is according to Pitchfork the. Greatest ambient album of all time, which I don't know if I agree with that, but I could see why. Mm -hmm. I think it's
1: an important one, at least.
0: Very important. Yes. God, I can't get over how people don't like it when it's played and it's in like intended venue. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I also have seen it described a lot as Muzak, which I think is funny. You know what Muzak is? I
1: think it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I listened to the Kmart tape on archive.org. <laughs> well, like Muzak is just an ironic um, vaporwave.
0: Yeah. Uh, Muzak.
1: So like, I respect it.
0: Muzak rules. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do an episode about music Muzak one day. because I, I, There's a lot to talk about there. Some real good bits. yeah
1: I really want to I really want to really cover uh that song. what's it called Opus number one?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know, the one that's like doo, 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 doo.
0: Yes, yeah, I know what you're talking about,
1: yeah, you know that. One. yeah, that one's got a really interesting backstory, and I want to cover it
0: I think we've covered music before because I think the no frilled hip hop album might be music.
1: It's like reverse music, where it did absolutely the opposite from calming me down. <laughs>
0: banana, bananas, bananas. <laughs> God, I think it's been like banana, over.
1: A- banana, banana, banana,
0: bananas. I feel like it's been over a year since we did that record, and that feels wild to me. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, this. It's got four pieces. Each one is like around nine minutes long-ish. I lied. Some of them are 16 minutes. One is 16 minutes long. One is eight minutes. One is 11 minutes long. And one is six minutes.
1: Yeah. I like the disproportionate.
0: Yeah. It usually seems like the first track on both sides of the record is the longer one, which makes a lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah, I think, I think the reason that surprises me is because it blends together so much and because I frequently listen to it when I'm trying to sleep that like, I don't remember how long each song is. So they could all be half an hour for all I, for all I know, like I wouldn't notice if I, if I accidentally put it on loop. It would take me a while.
0: I don't think I'd notice. Honestly.
1: It's like it's like November rain. <laughs> if there's just a dip in the middle, you're just like, oh, okay, there's a dip in the middle.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I mean here's the thing is that like I'm not the biggest like ambient music enjoyer. I find it can be like a little it has its time and place, you know? Yeah. And uh I can respect this for how like iconic it is, and for Brian Eno being. I'm a Brian Eno enjoyer. I think he's done good work. I enjoy his stuff, but mm-hmm. listening to this in the shower almost put me to sleep in in the shower, which is dangerous.
1: Yeah, that's not a that's not a nap nap place.
0: No, this album almost drowned me. <laughs> oh
1: well, I think you could just put that on rate your music with no context, and people would people would enjoy it.
0: People would know what I meant by that. Yeah. I might do that after.
1: I I tend to put on ambient music like like when I'm trying to study where like my, my study music has to be ambient music and it can't be this one because this one is too interesting to my brain in the universe of ambient music. It's too interesting for my brain but it's also too peaceful for my brain and I feel like I need like a slightly faster BPM, and I need it to be more boring in order for me to pay attention.
0: I'm gonna ask you a very funny question. I think. Please do. What do you think is so interesting about this record that makes it like that?
2: Um.
1: Well, like for one, it does just kind of like sound like you're drifting in and out of sleep. Mm-hmm. It sounds very liminal. I think. I think it's just the ultimate encapsulation of a liminal space.
0: Damn. I actually hadn't considered that, but yeah, you're right. It does capture the essence of like an airport being a liminal space. Cause like, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But then it's also like, I think by being calming, it's, I don't know, the vibe I get is that it's like acknowledging the anxiety of the liminal space and just being like, I know what's hard. I know it's hard. Here, listen to some little sounds.
2: I know. I know, honey, no.
0: (laughs) I actually have a quote (laughs) that kind of relates to that, because there is a little bit of, like, anxiety about that space uh, uh, intended. Mm -hmm. Um, Brian Eno has stated that there is a connection to death in this record. Oh, yeah. Because he is a self-proclaimed nervous flyer, like myself every time I go there, mm-hmm. and that it's, it's like a the supposed mortality salience quotes. I don't know what that really means, but that's a, that's a quote that I wrote down and that, like, mm-hmm. a hope that the album would bring solace to people who were nervous flyers.
2: Yeah. I can see that. And then also
1: like, I can see, like, listening to this, well, like, panicking on a plane and just being like okay well if anything horrible happens while I'm listening to this at least that will be one chill aspect of an otherwise not chill experience
0: I had to look up what mortality salience was mm-hmm. and I, I experience this way too often it's the, uh, it's the awareness by individuals that their death is inevitable and it derives mm-hmm. from a terror management theory and I'm like "Okay, okay huh. All right, I yeah, gonna... I feel like
1: there is like I feel like there is this sense of like uncomfortable stillness,, mm-hmm. and so, like, if I listen to this album in the wrong mood, I will get angry because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, stop playing that f-ing melody over and over again. I'm tired of it. Let me leave the airport. let me out.
0: <laughs> Where am I? Bags, I want out of here.
1: Write another riff, buddy. I'm tired of. You already played that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're the person who'd be in the airport and they're like doing the installation. You'd be like, I think this is disruptive, actually. <laughs> Let me out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've, I've been on both sides of the situation. I just. <laughs> I I have to be in the right mood or else I will get very angry. <laughs>
0: I kind of feel that about like ambient music like I really do ha- I truly think you have to be in the right mood or else like mm, f- this actually I
1: just feel sometimes I just feel like it's trying to manipulate my emotions and then like it's it's like someone trying to be validating and they just keep saying like I see you I'm holding space for you and it's like
0: I don't know what you mean <laughs> I'm holding That's space what it's I'm trying to be nice. I'm I'm just making space for you. Just innocent men. We're just innocent men. <laughs> <laughs> just innocent men. <laughs> and then I
1: immediately develop rabies.
0: I love you, Tuesday.
1: Oh you too. You're great.
0: You're great. I love talking about ambient albums meant to calm and it's like actually this is making me too calm and I'm kinda mad about it. <laughs>
1: It made me so calm that it looped back around into aggression.
0: This is horseshoe theory.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I it gave me just enough rest that now I have my second wind and I want (laughs) to (laughs) fight.
0: Music for fighting (laughs) in (laughs) airports. I
1: I think it it would be really good to direct like a fight scene in an airport but it's all in slow motion and like trippy effects and it's just this in the back. I think that would be really good
0: a forty eight minute long fight scene to the entirety of music for airports. Yeah, that would be really good. bring the time for like final thoughts and I like I really like understand how like important this record is. but I really yeah. can't like get over the fact that like the things that were inspired by it were better. like this set the so? ground. I don't know. I feel like this set the groundwork and then I've heard other ambient albums that like, I would go to first before coming back to music to airports. For airports. I don't know. Mm, I disagree. That's fair. I disagree. It's okay I'm... to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not make it a fight then, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. uh, I
1: don't know. Not a I fight? Don't... Not a 40-minute fight in an airport?
0: I mean, we could do that. Oh, yeah. I, I do come back in five months. You could meet me there and we could just have a fist. We could just have a, fist do, a cuff.
1: Do, 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 do,
2: do.
0: Like maybe, I, maybe I need more time of this record. Maybe I need to sit with it more. Yeah. But like,
1: maybe you need to, maybe you need to go listen to it while you're riding on a ride on lawnmower and it'll help clear your mind.
0: You know what I kind of want to try? I kind of want to try listening to this next time I'm on the train going to London. I
1: think that would be nice.
0: I think that might be nice. I
1: specifically do not listen to this on the bus unless I'm coming home, not if I'm going somewhere because I will fall asleep.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair.
1: You have to you can listen to it in anticipation of an event, but it has to be when the event is a long way away, or else you will be too mellowed out.
0: You know what I think colors my, like, opinion of this is the fact that I listen to a lot of really loud, fast music when I'm, like, out and about. Yeah. And, like, for this, yeah. for this podcast, we do pretty, like, loud, fast music. Mm-hmm. And, like, stuff that's very, like, stimulating and not so much minimalist. as Because this, is, this yeah. is very much minimalism. So I think maybe... Mm-hmm my listening habits have just been fine tuned to like expect a certain thing that when I hear this, it immediately becomes like Minecraft music, background music, or like, it's like, it doesn't stimulate my brain in the same way,
2: you know?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, I just find that my brain just changes paces very quickly. It's almost as if I have brain changes, paces very quickly disorder. It's almost as if, it's almost as if my brain goes too fast in the clinical sense.
0: I mean, I'm undiagnosed, <laughs> but I think my brain also might go a little fast sometimes.
1: Gotta go fast.
0: Gotta go fast. Gotta go faster, faster, gotta go faster. go
1: Gotta go fats. Fats. Fodafo
0: fattus. fattus. Um, what are your final Thoughts on music for airports.
1: I love this album. It's very dear to me. I keep coming back to it mm-hmm. except for when it makes me want to duel. But, you know, I think the duality of man.
0: I just love the idea of listening to, like, the calmest, most minimalist album you could possibly think of and be like, I want to fight, actually.
1: Yeah. Kate, you know what this, you know, you know how this all makes me feel? How? Okay. So you know that scene in Lilo and Stitch when Stitch first comes home and he's like destroying the toy city and like ripping up paper and Lilo like puts the little flower lay on him and he just flops over
2: Yeah,
1: and just like stares blankly. On a good day, when this album is making me feel
2: how I intend it to make me feel, that's what it does to me.
0: I love that a lot. That's That's my final point. That's a very good mental image.
2: Yeah. I want to,
0: I want to, I like, say that, like, I don't hate this. I think it's a grower for me. I think I need more time with it.
1: Yeah. I think it would be nice to,
2: like, garden too. I that think.
0: S- sounds really lovely.
1: I think you should put it on while you're, like, in the sunshine, like, patting some dirt and being like, oh, this this dirt's, like, warm. This is nice.
0: What if, like, you and a friend is, like, laid in a field for a while? Like, just, like, lying on the ground, staring at the ceiling, and you just put this on. The ceiling. The sky. You know? You know. Let's go. The sky. The natural ceiling.
1: This is like, <laughs> this is like when, when we call items we find in the road floor treasure. Because the road is the floor.
0: Just step on the floor.
2: Floor treasure.
1: (sighs) Anyway, I am gonna... I am gonna... No, okay. I was gonna say, like, let's go to the garden near my place and, like, listen to this. But then I thought it would be really funny if I, like, played it on my iDog. Like, in that shitty little speaker.
0: Oh my god.
1: (laughs) Just, Just blow out the... And it's like doing the little is wagging its little ears and making like really bit crushed barking sounds every so often.
0: Can we do this? I wanna do this. Let's
1: I assume we are just making plans right now.
0: We are making plans right now. We
1: are just right now.
0: Also Tuesday. When we when I move back, we're gonna do the pod in person, I think. We're gonna we're gonna hang out and do it in person. And yeah, I kind of want to get like, like travel mics and I want to just go like be a nuisance and record it. music recordings. Music is good. Season three. We just get really annoying with it.
1: Music is good. Season three. It's going to be like an Eric Andre type beat.
0: I just think an episode where like me and you go to like a record store and then just talk into microphones on our lapels while we're walking around a record store would be. Yeah, we just get awful. We just get horrible. Just absolutely awful. I can't wait to get awful with you.
2: I can't wait to get awful with you, too. In a
0: weird way, I feel like that would be a really good pickup line.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make Valentine's. i say that. Please. Let's be awful together. Let's, let's just be
0: awful. horrible. That's it. That's enough. Enough. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> uh, what have you been listening to this week, Tuesday?
1: Um bit of talking heads. Just just little wiggly music.
0: Talking heads is wiggly great music. What album? Yeah, you know.
1: Uh I've I've kind of just been listening to like the uh this is Talking Heads on Spotify. Sorry, I'm a streamer trader.
0: No, that's good. Sometimes you don't want to like worry about a whole album, you just want to put on the good stuff, you know.
2: Yeah, I just want the bangers. Uh, I do feel like it's a bit sacrilege to say that, but I'm also I'm also just a bastard.
0: You have the microphone. Everyone has to listen to you. It's fine.
1: I make the rules, buddy.
0: <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of broken social scene. I kind of forgot about them, yeah. and then oh I re- yeah, I remembered how like good those like couple albums are.
1: Okay, what's the song I'm thinking of by Broken Social Scene? Anthems. It's got similar energy to this album.
0: Anthems for a seventeen-year-old uh, girl.
1: No, but like similar
2: vibes, but something mm. about cubicles.
0: Hmm. Hold on one sec. Let me see.
1: Guilty Cubicles. Guilty Cubicles. That was my Go Nap Nap song when I was like 15.
0: That's a good nap nap song. Broken social scene? Actually, I remember like being at a party when I was like in my early 20s. And I was definitely like trying to like flirt with someone. And we all just passed out in my bandmate's room and very softly in the background was just a playlist of like every broken social scene song yeah and i remember everyone was vibing to it until like 4 a.m and the playlist like went to autoplay and then it started playing clocks by coldplay and everyone was like no like i thought everyone was asleep but everyone simultaneously was like "No. no 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 yeah memories.
1: It's like trying to it's like the algorithm thought it would be a similar vibe and they were wrong.
0: They were absolutely wrong. AI is silly sometimes. It doesn't understand And it.
1: let's keep it that way.
0: Yeah, let's, let's keep it that way. Let's keep it silly. And then I've also been listening to this kind of pop punk band called Zoloft the Rock and Roll Destroyer. It's really good. Zoloft the Rock and Roll Destroyer. Tuesday, you would love this. You would love this band.
1: As someone who has had my rock and roll destroyed by Zoloft, I think yeah. <laughs> also, it did destroy my rock and roll. It just it wrecked my zest for life.
0: Damn. But also, it was uh, fine though. I'm glad it was fine. Also, my my new band covers some Zoloft the Rock and Roll Destroyer songs, so maybe I'm a little biased, but I think it's pretty damn good.
2: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yell ha, even.
0: Yell ha. Alright, that's enough. I'm Devlin Galloway.
2: Alright. Hey, go to bed.
0: It's morning for me. <laughs> I'm Devlin Galloway. You can follow me at Devlin Galloway on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow this podcast at Pod, also on Twitter and Instagram. And the best way to support what we do is to go on over to Patreon.com slash MusicIsGoodPod1 Yeah,
1: I'm Tuesday Ferguson. You can follow me at Mimichi on Instagram.
2: Hell yeah. Okay. good Good night. Good night.